no longer ready for anything ever again. Fuck this year. Fuck this week. Fuck whatever season it's supposed to be. <sighs> Sounds about right. Right. <laughs> what is the show called? Dude. Utopia. Utopia. <laughs> It's it's a dystopia we're living in, but the show is called Utopia. I don't know anymore, Grace. No one. Did I tell you what I'm gonna do for this episode? What are we doing? I'm gonna title it Utopia. I hate you. Hello and welcome to Cusack to the Future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. And we're here to talk about our love for John Cusack. One movie at a time. And one pandemic at a time, too. Yep. That sounds more scary than it is, but we're talking about <laughs> Utopia. I just wanted to make that clear, um, just because it's a shit year, and I wanted to make sure that we're talking about the pandemics in the show, Utopia. But we're yeah. not quite there yet. We're going to talk about other shit first, and then we'll come back to pandemics in this fictional world, not our real world. Or both. Whatever. <laughs> so, John, I wanted to ask you a question. No. <laughs> no. Just heartbreak immediately. Yeah. What are you going to ask me, Grace? What did you do today to today? earn your place in this crowded world? That's I, the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ordered Mandalorian shoes. I supported Adidas. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah, I don't think that's a good reason for me to, to be a part of this crowded, crowded world. I don't think I've earned my space. <laughs> oh, this is more depressing than I thought it would be. <laughs> if you're confused, listeners, we went over or we watched uh Utopia episode two. We're going episode by episode, so we haven't even seen the whole season. So today yeah. was the day that we first saw it, hopefully. You didn't you didn't sneak it, did you? No, I would never do that. <laughs> Lies. No, I wouldn't. Like now I know how stressful this show is. I'm not gonna stress myself out before I need to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the questions asked in in the show. And oh god, how do you ask that? Or how do you answer yeah. that? What did you do to earn your place? You know what I did today, John? I fucking got up. <laughs> I was like, that's it what? I was like what a cliffhanger <laughs> I fucking got up yeah I mean I did work but it wasn't it wasn't like an uh, uh, an abundance of effort on my part <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not something you would gladly put your name to oh god no <laughs> But I mean, like, that's it. I, like, and, and I just avoided the world. Like, I was like, oh, I should go to Daiso today and buy myself something having to do with plants because I don't know. And I was like, I don't want to go outside. So what you did is you avoided this crowded, crowded world. Yeah. Because that's like, we'll talk about it more once we get to the uh, utopia. Is it <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> Once we get to the Utopia breakdown of this yes. show, uh, we'll go into more detail of it. But this is uh, John Cusack finally appears into the show, episode oh. two. Okay. He finally shows up and he's sitting with his family who... 
No, well, I mean, he first shows up, like, how many, like, ten minutes. Again, they're doing that thing where they're teasing him out. Mm-hmm. And the first glimpse of him you see is him just gloriously riding his bike to, like, work. Yeah. And he's just enjoying the outside. He's enjoying the wind in his hair. He's enjoying being healthy on this bike. And I started clapping because I'm just like, he looks so happy and I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I was like, after what you went through last week in 2012, (laughs) (laughs) you did it, buddy. And it looks like in the scenes that uh, John was in, he looked very happy to be doing this work. Yeah. You know, so he seems like he's, uh, unlike us, very proud of the work that he's doing. (laughs) Have Um, we really not done anything well, when was the last time we talked? We talked on Halloween. Just on Halloween. Apparently seven years ago. Yeah. So Halloween was the drunk day. Because that's when we filmed the last episode uh, you know, before this one. Can I just, I am so sorry for how messy and loud and close to the mic I am on that one. I apologize. Yeah. I was talking to Risa and she was just like, Grace is loud in this one. Well, thanks for like lowering it for me, editor John. But whatever. I didn't listen. Okay, I did, I I put in the musical cues and I I uh, distanced myself from that performance because I was like I don't I don't need to know how bad this episode is. And for those of you who are wondering, why why not do it again, audience? This is our second time trying that. The first episode we were much more drunk and much more of a mess. Oh, so we I feel were... like this is the best you're going to get out of an episode. Yeah, we can't from... do a third one because I just would die having to talk yeah. about this guy, the, the fucking 2012 movie a third time. No, yeah. it's dead and buried. Yeah, so there is one thing. The, the first recording I feel like was an absolute mess. We were uh, much more <laughs> drunk. But there's one thing that I wish I could share with you guys. Like, I, 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 I still have the audio file. So the problem was we recorded it. And then my Wi-Fi dropped, and then we were able to keep Grace's part of the conversation, but mine went away uh, as it was Thanos snapped away into oblivion. Um, But for Grace's part, I'm glad that I have that. I'll probably upload that on, like, April Fool's. Never. Because she's very drunk, and if I just upload her part, it sounds like (laughs) drunk Grace is having a conversation with herself. Which is going to be great. I also just want you to understand, like, me and John feed off each other. So the more that I become, you have to imagine how much more John was. That's why we're like, oh, universe, thank you for not making us put this out in the world. But it let us make the second one. Yeah, because at one point in that episode, Grace said, yeet. And then I left for six minutes. So that was a thing that only exists on a parallel universe. <laughs> Sadly, it won't be in this one until the April Fools episode. Yeah. So if you want to you won't even yeah, so you'll be able to understand in what context and the circumstances in which she said yeet for the 2012 <laughs> episode. <laughs> Just yeet that shit out. Yeah, just yeet that shit out. So that's something uh, that hopefully you have something to look forward to for next April. So let's aim for that. Um, Hopefully by then Nevada will be done counting. Oh, God. But that's all we're going to talk about that. Hopefully. Can we Um, not? Yeah, we won't. I promise. 
that's but, it for me. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this episode is just the episode where we talk about things to look forward to, you know, because from episode one to episode two, um, it was a lot. Like, I think like we were talking about like how much, how impactful this episode was is because there was some time from episode one to episode two. There was some like shit that went down in episode one, but it's kind of like, okay, I could see that coming. You're establishing these bad guys as like a threat. You know, and then episode two, shit got bad. And then we're just like, and it's not just like one thing. It's like 37 things happen. And you're just like, what the fuck? And I think it was because we forgot how intense this show was building towards. Yeah. And um, and we forgot who was fucking writing this show. Yeah. Jill- Jillian Flynn. Yeah. The person who wrote fucking Gone Girl. <laughs> One of the most intense experiences <laughs> sat through. I remember watching that movie and I was like, this movie's just happening to me. <laughs> Gone Gone Girl was a bit rough to have to sit through. Yeah. Oh, oh God. And just I think that was the thing too, because like I rewatched episode one. Again, like I haven't watched episode one since I saw it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then for this one, I was like, oh, I should rewatch it. And I forgot how good it was. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, I think I really, really am going to like what this builds into, hopefully. But mm-hmm. then, like, episode, like, it started going to episode two. And I was like, okay, cool. It's a real quick, like, it, it kind of just goes right into it. And then it goes right into it. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I was like, too much, too fast, too fast. Slow down. <laughs> I want to get off. <sighs> like, there was some things in it where I was, some of the notes that I wrote was just what the fuck yeah like this was more i like i feel like we should someday just live tweet live tweet live discord with each other and then just release oh. that yeah because like at some point all i i was so engrossed in this that i didn't um message john at all except for maybe like two times mm-hmm. um when we don't like the movie, we will message each other a lot. But when we like whatever we're watching, it's there. And like the whole time I was just like, yo, oh my I God, mean, yo, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh God. Just like yeah. all these reactionary, like it was so quick with what it had mm-hmm. to like offer in like what, 50 minutes? Yeah, 51 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Rissell has seen this, not just episode, but she's seen the show, right? Yeah. No, she saw the entire show in a day. Did she watch it because of her glowing review of Utopia One, or was she <laughs> was this already something on her radar? Uh, well, she w- okay. So the thing about Rissell is that she always has something on, right? Mm. So she will just find something to watch and then just binge watch it. Like she literally watches seasons of something in a week. Like it's on all the time. Like she'll go through a season a day sometimes. Mm. But it's like just something that she has in the background. It's not necessarily well, it, she's watching, watching, but it just it's it's happening. And then like when something interesting happens, she'll tune in. No, no, no. It's both because she works from home, but like there's not a whole like she's an office manager. So there's not a whole lot of things she can do other mm-hmm. than just answer emails when they come her way. Right. So mm-hmm. she'll sit there and she'll just watch something. And um, right now it's, you know, Christmas season. So she's watching all the Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, wait. So it's it's before we get into it's Christmas time. It's so it's winter. 
No, it's still fall. It's fall. So that means that it's still in the time where I can release the merch <laughs> for Cusack to the Future. Because uh, when's that happening, John? Funny you should ask, Grace, because it is available now. You're I finished lying. designing. I finished designing merch. Uh, so we have a Teespring because we're legit, and <laughs> I've <laughs> we're legit. No. So if you thought okay, every episode, right so if you thought that every time I would mention merch, and it was gonna be a lie because I lie about everything. What is it called, You're John? Wrong, what's my our, friend. What's our... All right, I don't, I don't. Well, it'll, it'll be in the bio for our Instagram. So if you really care, head to our Instagram, go to our bio. There's probably going to be a link tree, and then from there you can see all of the merch. We have several different options. It's gonna be there, Grace. I've designed two shirts that say um, "Sit Better, Poo Gentle." So that's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's real. There's several variations. Uh, I myself have just ordered a white hoodie that oh says sit better, poo gentle. And it says Cusack to the future on the back. I followed all the rules that you set up for me where you say we can't have our faces on a shirt that has the word poop on nope. it. Nope. Uh, so there's no faces. It just says sit better, poo gentle and Cusack to the future on the back. Okay. Um, and then not only that, I thought I should make some shirts for you. So I designed some shirts that say I'm a plant bitch now. <laughs> What's what about you? Where's your catch? Not catchphrase. Your quote. Your it's quotable. Gentle. <laughs> that like I really did that. So. Um, so I'm a plant bitch now. <laughs> yeah, and sit better for like gentle. That. Yeah. So okay. if you if you are interested, it'll available. It'll be available for however long fall is because that's what I said. Um, so if you want to wear a shirt that says poo or the word Cusack on it, now's your lucky day. Um, <laughs> head to our Instagram, hit that link in the bio. There's going to be a, a link tree and then you can go to the Teespring and then you can order a shirt that has either the word Cusack, plants or poop on it. And one of those three, if you wanted that on a piece of clothing, your days today, my friend, because you can get that on our bio. Uh, again, to, if, available. Okay, if this is real, then I need to see. I need. I need you to put that in like either the stories or the Instagram because I know you were sending me stuff, but it was just like, "Hey, look what I made." I thought we were legit just going to get white shirts from Costco. You write no. something in fabric marker, and I just tie dye it with avocado juice. Grace, I'm too lazy for that. Like I, I, I put up the designs. They order from Teespring, and then whatever they order, they'll, they'll be sent to the house. So I don't have to go to the post office anymore because when I go to the post office, there's a Ross right next door, and they always have great deals on action figures, and I end up buying like thirty dollars worth of Fortnite action figures. So I thought this was the safest way. <laughs> so there you go. We officially have merch, uh, and it happened. So buy a shirt that says "Poop Cusack" or "I'm a Plant Bitch." Um, and that's the end of this commercial. So again, it'll be only available until winter begins. Uh, I don't know the logistics of the seasons anymore because apparently, uh, winter begins on December 20th. Which, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I thought I it was. I don't ever just, remember that. I thought the time you hear Mariah Carey is the sign of winter. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. what. I don't like these like new seasons because apparently like March becomes part of winter. Yeah. March is spring. The world is fucked up. 
<laughs> I don't get it. I don't like this like glitch in the matrix of this one, dude. Yeah, this is a problem. The simulation is not, you know, like we already no. established last time we did one in our first attempt that we that I was of this simulation of yeah. this iteration and then now like the whole idea of like the seasons being all weird has me questioning. Yeah, it just has another reset. I don't like that new reset, dude. Yeah. So it's a problem, but you know what isn't a problem is the Q-Stack to the Future merch that is available on our <laughs> Twitter. So you can buy several options, hoodies, t-shirts, and whatnot. Oh my I myself bought a white hoodie that says Q-Stack to the Future uh, in a beautiful purple on the back and on the front in the top, like little, was it pocket tea thing? Like in that little corner? Yeah. Uh, it says, sit better, poo gentle. And there's two little microphones because it's a podcast. So Yeah. Go and buy some of that. You don't have to, um, but it'd be a great. You're gonna. It'd be a great Christmas present for someone who doesn't know what the fuck this is. So yeah. oh good luck God. explaining what that means. That'd be fantastic, actually. Please do. Yeah. That. So, you were talking about Russell. Let's Was go I? back to that. Yeah, you're talking about um, her binging shows. Oh yeah, no, then... she just watches shows, and then one day, because I told, because I told her like I was really excited for Utopia. We were gonna talk about the first episode. She's like, "Cool," and then like all of a sudden, like in the next few days, she's like, "Did you watch Utopia yet? It's really good." And I was like, "Did you think you found it?" Yeah, <laughs> I told you about it, but she's—I mean, she she really liked it. Uh huh. She binged it in one day and was just like the whole season. Yeah, so she may or may not come on. I've asked her to come on eventually when we finish the first season. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's like, I'm not a radio person. And I was like, sure, okay. Everyone else is being a guest star, but I guess you're too famous. <laughs> Isn't, wait, I thought she, like, yeah, I thought uh, she wanted to be on another one too. Is it Serendipity? Well, uh, was it Serendipity? It was. Oh, no, uh, Muscle, or America's Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I said you're going to be on them. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. He has no choice. She's my roommate. She's, it's what's yeah. going to happen. Just yeah. like how we're making Mark be on ours all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so she she really liked it. Okay. And that tells me, because she's, she likes very cheesy rom-com-y type stuff. Um, High five. <laughs> right? She's really good about that. Like, she, I think before... I think right after Utopia, she started Heart of Dixie, and then that was on for like a week. What is that? You've mentioned that before. That's a show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a show about a New York doctor who is, finds out her father was a doctor in like some podunk town of dixie somewhere or something but not it's not really dixie i don't know and like she has to her her last name is hart so she's dr hart she has to do a residency she can't do it in new york so she does it there because i think her dad leaves her his practice mm-hmm. and then it's just about this like city girl living in this um small town southern is this a, is this a cw show yes it sounds like a CW show. It oh has- my god, it's starring Rachel Bilson? Yeah. I was like, it has that girl from um The OC. Yeah, I was gonna say the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman? <laughs> the OC. Yeah, which I did I did watch the first season of the OC. I used to love the OC. 
you know what got me into it it's kind of horrible is Hmm. i was like okay whatever typical fox show blah 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 and then one of the main characters talks about playing magic and i was like magic you say yeah but yeah and then like one of the characters read comic books and back then no one like it it wasn't a a thing like it is today yeah yeah so So i was like whoa and that's the kid who was in um shazam yeah yeah he was um the, the Freddie, a Fred, the version. Freddie the Friedman. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was cast as like so. There was a Justice League movie that was supposed to come out. He was originally cast as the Flash. Really? Yeah. Um. So it was. Um. And you know that real that one, uh, kid who is like when he turned into like he got his Shazam powers. He had like a, a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was supposed to play Superman. Oh, weird. Yeah. So They're and then like... the. Well, Armony, Armony, Ar- Armony Hammer? I don't know. Ar- Armin Hammer. Um, he was uh, supposed to play Batman. So there was a version. There was a version. And what, like? It was this movie, like, I think his name is George Miller, the guy who did, like, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to do a uh, Justice League movie, and then the writer's strike happened, I think. Oh. So that got put on hold until, like, a bunch of other shit just came out and they yeah. forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I still that 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 sounds cool though, because I like him as like that fast talking guy. So I thought he would have been good as Flash. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was pretty good. It was a good show of the yeah. season. I've watched it, and I'm probably like whenever it comes on whatever streaming service, I'll watch it again. But yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Hulu. It popped up when I was like looking for shit to watch. It's like whoa! I remember when I I, I liked this before. I don't know. It would hold up. <laughs> so I just kept scrolling. Yeah. But I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. It's whatever. But... but you know what will hold up is those fine, fine sweaters that you can buy on Teespring right now because they use the finest materials. So if you are interested in a really, really good uh, crafted hoodie with excellent designs that I may or may not have put together in 30 <laughs> minutes on Photoshop, head to our Instagram and buy a hoodie today. I swear to God, if you don't do a modeling thing with that one sweater, I'm going to be mad. But it's not coming until December, so by then, Ugh. it's technically winter. So I don't know if it'll be for sale still. But also, I'm not necessarily a man of my word, so I might just keep it up until like you tell me to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll No, I see. mean, like, you did it, though. I gave you until, like, November 22nd. Today is November 4th. Yeah. But if I, like, they say it won't ship for, like, three to four weeks, so... Okay, so Christmas presents for everyone. Yeah, Christmas presents for everyone. Apparently Christmas is still part of fall. Yeah, so good luck explaining to everyone what it means to sit better poo gentle. Or, you know, get the one that's much easier to explain that just says, I'm a I'm plant, plant bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which very much I am a plant bitch. I just bought a plant yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so me and, me and Grace are still trying to figure out how to, like, like other stuff we can do for the podcast so like we talked about doing a stream maybe like a watch along i don't know like the legality of that where no i mean we can do it on tw- we we would just like show show ourselves watching watching on the movie but we and then we're like the movie okay so we just so like everyone would literally like the viewers would watch it along with us we would have our okay. headphones on and then it would just be filming our reaction so we're like hit play now yes okay and then we go so- back so we do that. 
Um, maybe a mukbang while it's happening because I just want to eat more nuggies. Oh, um, do you hear the McRibs coming back? Is that good? I've never had it. I'm very interested because it, I, it's I remember a big it from deal. my childhood. I don't actually. I know my dad used to eat it, but I don't, I've never had it. I don't remember. We might have to just do that. I think we have to do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we can do. Yeah. So I feel like we could do anything now because we accomplished merch. Because I didn't think I, I kept saying it, but I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> so I feel very invincible right now. <laughs> Well, I think that that would be what is it like? We save it for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we want extra content of five dollars a month. Join yeah, look at Patreon us! For look at us! We're like, let's bleed this audience for money. <laughs> All five of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait to sell out. <laughs> When you hear us next on our on, with a fucking sponsor, yeah. and we know we made it. <laughs> you know that we're making that good, good money. <laughs> dozens of dollars, baby. <laughs> Not even dozens. It's like tens of dollars. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. This month I get to buy one Funko Pop. That's mm. on clearance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what to talk about now. Um, the episode, John, the reason we have this <laughs> podcast, the thing that John Cusack is in, although I have to say he he was only in like three scenes, but they were great scenes. They were. Yeah. And we get to, know, we actually know what he is. We know he's a scientist for sure. For sure. Okay. His so name is Dr. Christie. Okay. So what's our theory on Cusack? In this episode, he's very nice, and that kind of worries me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's beautiful to see him riding a bike and just being happy and free, and then the next thing, he's doing a interview. Um, he's being interviewed because uh, his lab created a meat? Meat substitute. A meat substitute. Um that it's not quite it, it's not a grown meat i don't remember the logistics of it i just remember that it reminded me of beyond meat yeah but, but he's saying it's not plant-based so you don't have to worry about like land or water for growing it he's like it's all lab grown yeah but it's not like animal meat either yeah so it's like it's a and it has like more nutrients and more vitamins than regular meat so it like for all intents and purposes, it's a good thing, and it's trying to make the world a better place. Yeah, but then you know? during but the, during the thing, they question him because uh, they they're not putting it in any commercial. Uh, uh, it's not it, a commercial has, product yet. Yeah, there's they have no distribution for like a corporate company yet. Yeah, but they are giving it to schools. Yeah, and then you come to find out at all the schools that the meat has been in. What is it called again? The, the, the uh, oh, I mean, uh, the 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 meat. Yes, by, it by. is Simpro. Simpro, so it's called for Simpro. simple protein. Yeah, so it's it's just protein, but it um for all it uh things and purposes, it's it's a like it feels like meat and it tastes like meat. 
Yeah, like they had a, a shot of it uh, in frame while he was doing his interview. And it's like, fuck, I want a burger now. Yeah, I got really hungry during it. I was like, can I go to In-N-Out? But it's, 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 so they question him. They say, hey, all the places that you have given the meat to. Number one, they said, this feels like you're experimenting on children. Because, again, it has not been, like, tested for no. commercial distribution. Which is, like, a huge, um, a huge... Uh, kind of flag because mm-hmm. that i mean that was the thing that was happening with beyond meat right because there there was two types of meat that was going up right there's beyond meat and that other meat impossible impossible yeah. is it beyond meat which one's the one that bleeds i don't know is Russell there <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe it's the impossible burger because you can only get that at like fast food chains right you I couldn't get that in the i restaurant. think so oh, okay yeah. so it's like impossible it's not beyond but it's like impossible where like it was only just it wasn't it wasn't cleared for commercial consumption yet like so you couldn't buy it at the grocery store yet mm-hmm. um because something about it being uncooked doesn't follow regulations so that's why like mm-hmm. you could only get it at fast food places or restaurants I should say because it's served cooked mm-hmm. um so it was kind of like a red flag and they're like hey are you testing this out on children which he goes no this is like a test and then you come to find out every place that the meat has been served that's where the outbreak is yeah like all and these then children are getting outbreaks are are, yeah, are getting sick getting with sick. like and they don't know what it is yet yeah so the thing of the flu it, like it's a flu like virus yeah and immediately like in my head i was like yo don't like that <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, too real, too real. <laughs> yeah, and he had said something. He, I mean, he walks out of the interview, but he says something over and over again. The flu. Or she was just, yeah, you can't get the flu from meat. Yeah, and then she was just like, but this isn't meat. And he just keeps repeating it. Yeah, so number one, he, she says it's not meat. Number two, he says it's not the flu. Yeah. So those were the two things for me. I was like, okay, so something's up with it. We don't know what it is yet. Um. But yeah, he keeps saying like the flu isn't transmitted through meat, something like that. And then the next scene you see him in is when he's at home. And I thought that was the most wholesome thing I've ever seen in the whole year of 2020. Yeah. So it's just a shot of John cooking. And then his daughter's like, daddy, can you help me with my book report? And he's just like, it's not. No, it's just like, yeah, sure. What book? What book are you writing about? And I was like, oh, you know, because he's like this big fucking head scientist executive of this huge company. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, of course I can help you. You're my daughter. Yeah. And it was it was like a lot of children, too. It was a lot of children. um, And he has like a grown son and a wife. So like this is huge. And his grown son is played by the dude who was the Riddler in the Gotham show. Yeah. So I was like, you're evil. about it because i think the grown son still lives with them mm-hmm. or just has dinner with them right but he's yeah. the oldest by a long shot and then like the rest of the children are like multi multi-ethnic adopted children yeah so it's this huge family it's this very nice family setting he's cooking and then they sit down they join hands it looks like they're gonna say grace mm-hmm. and i'm like oh is he playing a christian it's gonna be interesting and then he looks at them lovingly and then asks the question, "What did I you don't do? Like. Yeah, what did you do today to earn your place in this crowded world?" And he's so excited to hear what they've done. Yeah, 
and he's like high-fiving them and saying you know what you did was valid you finished your homework we need more problem solvers you did this you know like you're saving the earth because i think one of them was like i rode my bike today and it was just like oh my god and it's it's so great and it's such a beautiful like family setting that i'm like they're setting them up too good yeah like for me like would you ever do that with your kids I, mean, I like I I talked about it being like a lot of pressure, but like I wouldn't ask them that question. But yeah, I for that question, frame thing of like what what did you do today, which kind of sounds accusatory, versus yeah. like you know what good no, but like thing did you do today? Yeah, because I I like I get what he's saying, where it's like we have to like we have to do things to earn our keep, you know, and like but it's a very pressure thing, you know, but like. Yeah. They were all saying just things from their day. So I don't think John would say not good enough. You know, like someone said, I rode my bike. And he very excitedly, very like genuinely was excited about it, gave them a high five. So I don't think there's going to be an answer where he says do oh, better. No, 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 no. You know? It's just the way that but, he phrased it kind of like worries yeah. But Yeah, I but it's. Like, they make him seem like, oh, I'm in the way that he frames it is like this family is productive towards the earth. Yeah. And that's what scares me. Cause then if you're trying to save the earth, like a lot of people are like, you know? Yeah. Especially for what we know already of like the show, what's going on. There's like, people are getting sick and people, children. And that's the thing is like children. Yeah. Everyone. When it goes after the children, you expect something to happen. But, like, in the real world we live today, if things happen at a school, no one cares. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll have their little week of mourning. They'll do these things. They'll have, like, codes of silence. But then nothing really happens. And so I'm wondering, like, oh, how is this going to parallel our dystopia in which, like, oh, these children are dying of a flu-like disease. Yeah. Send them to school. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know, like, are they just going to have, like, flu parties? Right? Like, it's just... I'm really wondering what they're going to do with that storyline of... And and how are they going to show that it's not linked or um, somehow linked to this meat that is not Mm -hmm. meat? Mm -hmm. Right? This type of protein. And I think... Because you made the prediction that he was going to be mad scientist. I, I like to me he's like straight up like family Lex Luthor. Mm. Like okay, so do you think <clears throat> is it under the guise of I'm doing something to protect the earth and 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 I just gotta perfect it, or is it I'm doing something to just like how what level of mad scientist are we going for? Because are we doing that thing of like um the humans are the ones destroying it. So I'm destroying the humans to save the earth type of thing. For me, like my guess is that he is uh, the kind because everyone writes Lex Luthor differently. Some, some people, it, it ranges from like a crazy scientist to yeah. Donald Trump, you know, like where he's just like this crazy rich guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lex Luthor that like really resonates with me is like the guy who thinks he's the hero of the story. He wants to Mm. save the world and he genuinely believes it. And he Mm -hmm. thinks like Superman is a problem and like Superman being there will stop like human progress. Like we won't be able to take care of ourselves. So he's there to remove that 
and help guide us into the future. Okay. You know, so I think that's kind of his thing. Like he's trying to guide humanity into a better future. Yeah, he genuinely wants to help the world, Mm -hmm. but he wants to let people know that he did it. You know, like that's why his name is like Dr. Christie and it's Christie, his company is Christie Bio. Yeah. You know, so I I think he's very much like save the world, let everyone know I did it. You think he's doing this intentionally type of thing? I don't think so. I think he genuinely wants to like put up this world saving meat. That's a weird sentence. (laughs) World saving meat. But he finds out that it's killing like children and people. But for him, he is like, you got to break a few, few eggs to make an omelet. You know, so it's yeah. like, this is worth that to get to there. Yeah. And it's also so. like solving the, the population crisis or something. Because mm-hmm. I wonder about it. Because I was like, oh, I, because I, it would just be interesting to see him in this type of like, you said you, you, did you want him to go full like mad scientist? Yeah, I want him to go bad. I want him to go like fucking Brian Cranston Breaking Bad. Yeah. Okay. Like, because we've never seen that. Like, I just want to see him play something different. Like, yeah. right now he's playing, like, he's playing all those familiar notes for us. Like, he's playing all the greatest hits of Cusack. You know, you're like, oh, I love you. You're so charming. <laughs> but then, like, I want there to be an episode where he just, like, fucking flips and you're just like, he just I think turns different. I think that's what I'm waiting for. I was honestly kind of expecting that after he walked out of the interview. And then mm-hmm. they cut away from him, and I was like, I'm wondering what was said behind the scene because no one prepped him for that, mm-hmm. right? And no one went, no one went after him really. There, so they know that he's like he's gonna flip, you know, like he's yeah. not happy right now. And then like his son, played by the Riddler, was yeah. just the whole time he's like trying to keep everything in control. So he turns to one of the assistants, and he's just like, "It's fine." He just made all the 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 headlines up on the news tonight about this okay so that's the thing was that a good thing or bad thing because i feel like it's that thing of like no press is, or there's no, no such press thing is bad, bad. Press. yeah yeah that's right? how i read it because it's like okay so everyone's gonna start talking about this meat yeah. and looking into it or it could be that the son knows and he's like trying to set his dad up Mm. you know where he's just like he's trying to take over the company okay because i so kind of like, felt that at dinner yeah and he was yeah because little, he's like he's fucking he's too trying to suck up yeah suck up a little too much where he's like where john turns yeah. to him he's like what did you do and he and was like I, like I went to work today and i'm learning to take over from you you know or he's just like yeah i helped right. dad out today and it yeah. was like this thing of like oh learning the family business but there was also a moment like before like um everyone's holding hands and saying like what they did and what they're great like technically what they're grateful for or, or whatever whatever and then there's a moment where he goes from his daughter who like did a chemistry homework mm-hmm. <laughs> or something and he like without even missing a beat says great job looks over at his son no cell phones blah blah blah, blah. what did you do today yeah and it was just like oh sorry dad and i thought there's something about that moment that i was like mm, something about the son yeah I don't trust him. I don't know if it's because I've seen him play a villain, you know, like, and that's the thing I I'm worried about where this is an evil company. They have John Cusack Mm -hmm. in this role, but they don't want John Cusack to necessarily be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. So they're putting the position of evil on like his son, you know, 
I just I'm I'm interested to see how they unfold the dynamic of all of what Cusack has because they've already yeah. set up that he has a pretty intensive scientific company. Yeah. Right. They set up that his son is next in line, that he's being groomed to eventually become a scientist like his father and mm. and make life saving things. Yeah. And then they have this very like intimate family that likes each other and helps each other. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I wonder how this is gonna implode for him. Yeah. Or how he's gonna manipulate this. Or like because we know who is writing it, how fucked up things are going to get, you know? Yeah. There was, again, like this, and we're only talking about the three scenes that Cusack was in. We're not talking about all the other scenes that other people were in, which also, yeah. also like him, like Rain Wilson was in it. Rain Wilson he finally was, he, showed up. He showed up too. And it, you know, like it was very, I love Rain Wilson. I do, but like this character, <laughs> you have thoughts, Grace. His character is like this underappreciated basement scientist at a city college that can't get the requisition forms for lab equipment. I love how in one of the forms when he was requesting equipment, they're like, why do you need this? And he was like, so I can do science. (laughs) No, it's like, like, I need beakers. I need, um, he said something about like some type, some type of science stuff yeah it was a science i don't know that i know like you yeah you've heard it before yeah Yeah. like when i was in science back 22 years ago but yeah yeah i I was like hey i know what that means like that's a standard thing yeah it's not like he was asking for like stem cells yeah but there was was like it all it also really made me like because it shows like the was it chicago community college or something Mm mm-hmm and I was like, oh no, he just looks so sad and he's doing that like morning morning trudge into like uh, a classroom and then it wasn't a classroom it was, a, it was like a science lab mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a second is he a research teacher? Because that doesn't make sense to me at a co- community college level that makes sense mm-hmm. to me at like a UCLA level where yeah. you have people who strictly do science and research mm-hmm. because it's a research facility yeah especially like he discovered what a strand of the flu yeah Yeah. seven years ago yeah but making its rounds back because then you find out that it's the the um, t-virus is that what there's called the (laughs) t-shaped virus i think it's something from from resident evil right (laughs) from resident evil yeah so the t-virus yeah so nemesis shows up (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna go stars yeah no like um the so the flu it is flu-like symptoms it's extremely fatal for children under a certain age but one of the telltale signs that it is this disease and not another flu or flu-like disease is that it has a t-rash on their face so their their um their forehead nose and chin has a rash and um apparently he found that strain of the flu seven years ago it didn't become an epidemic in 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 the world or america yet and then there was a part where she said uh where his wife um so he he lives in a really nice house in this like suburban cul-de-sac like you see this scene where he's like literally like leaf blowing the sidewalk 
and like all the house mm-hmm. is cookie cutter. Um, so he's a, he's won awards or whatever, <laughs> but like he's just an underappreciated community college research teacher, which like yeah. hurts too much. John, it hurts too much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she said something like, "You don't ch- you don't get to choose which pandemic or something like that." And that f- I was just like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." Yeah, you don't. We don't. It's 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 so scary how close this is to like this that dystopia is close to this dystopia. Yeah. In in terms of like disease, but so he he was really interesting. Again, he only had two scenes or two three scenes. Is the establishing scene where you see him being the sad basement scientist, the one with his wife, where you're like, oh, he's not doing bad, but he has a cookie cutter life. Yeah, he's not fulfilled with the work that he's doing. Yeah, and then the last scene he's in, he's doing another request form, and the request form, which how the hell do you get this? But sure. Mm-hmm. It just says yeah. a vial of blood from the sick child. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Doesn't matter which child, just get me the blood of the child. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's interesting how, like, I want to see how this lone scientist is going to break through all yeah. these things. Um, like... I get now why they waited for episode two for these characters to make yeah. their appearance because episode one, you're like, all right, I'm into this group of friends. There's that mystery with, um, what's her name? Jessica Hyde? Jessica Hyde. I keep trying to think Jessica Rabbit, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> but um, Jessica Hyde, that mystery with the group, the two killers. Yeah. Because I'm glad they gave them one episode to breathe because now like John Cusack and Rain Wilson appeared. I'm kind of like, all right, fuck that story. I, I like know these two. Oh. Yeah. But it's also like, it's, it's such an interesting way to pull you into these like six, seven, eight characters in mm-hmm. the first, in the first episode, like you're already attached to them. And then in the second episode, you're like, well, I want to see where it goes with them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you're like, Ian's terrible now. Yeah, he's such a jerk. Yeah, he's just he's like whiny in this episode. He like you 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 learn that he's not really a believer that Utopia is predicting these things. You're like he's just this guy who's in this group so he can talk to this girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Ian, you're the worst. Yeah. But um. Because, like, in the first Utopia, you have Ian and Becky. And Becky, I swear to God, she's so precious that, like, she's such a precious cinnamon roll. And, like, when they got together, you're like, oh, my God, I love it. But now you realize Ian's a big jerk. Yeah, you're like, you don't deserve her, Ian. Nope. He was only in it because Becky was in it. And I'm like, no, no, you don't get to do that. You have um, Wilson Wilson, which Wilson Wilson. He goes through some shit. Yeah. Has has some trials and tribulations, and then you have Sam, who again in the in the beginning, like she's Who's kind Sam? of oh okay, Samantha, yeah, she's established as she's the first person I think you meet out of the whole group, right? I think so, yeah. Because it goes her, Wilson, and then Becky, and then Ian, and then Grant, yeah. Grant Bird. yeah, Grant's the last one, Grant, 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 yeah. And so you meet Samantha and already like from the first 
first episode you see her kind of being the one that pulls everybody together and convinces them to come to the comic or the to the fringe con convinces them to like gives them the plan of how to get the utopia co- uh, comic and yeah so there's there's some stuff that just goes down we don't want to spoil it too much but it's there's they go through some stuff because they get yeah. to meet they finally meet up with Jessica Hyde mm-hmm. um and find out utopia or uh dystopia the comic is real and now they're all on a search to find utopia and utopia mm-hmm. again was taken by Grant the little kid yeah and so I don't know how much we should spoil because I really want people to watch this. No, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's just like, yeah, you, like you find... good thing you, yeah, good thing you kind of floated the idea that we don't want to say too much because I was like me being me, I was going to be like, well, <laughs> let me tell you about this, these three things. <laughs> but it's also like last time we were like, oh, we're not going to talk about the episode because Cusack's not in it. And now that Cusack's in it, I'd rather talk about Cusack's five minutes in the episode because it's really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Of how they establish who he is, what he did, what he what he's doing, and like how he's kind of um, seen in this in this world of of him trying to be this humanitarian. Yeah, like they they built the mystery and his character very well. Oh yeah, where like the the times he appears, it's just that thing. Especially they gave him top billing. He's really good in what he's doing in these scenes. They built such mystery. You're just like, I want more. I want more. Yeah. I want more. And so I'm know? really excited to see his character and, and Rain's character grow more into this universe. But for right now, like you're so engrossed in the story of the the of the group. And the group yeah. is growing, um and and um you know, because Jessica now is part of them. They're looking for badass oh my god she's amazing but the whole time and again like one of the things of ian of why he doesn't want to go along with what jessica with what's happening why why he doesn't want to go along with what jessica's saying is that um you know how do you know because that was a thing for me too of like oh there's the question he has where it's like how do you know that she's just not some really intense cosplayer Mm mm-hmm even though shit has happened before to kind of signal that there is something treacherous happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some, you know, that lends itself to conspiracy. And so for, for me, I have some questions about Jessica and her viability, authenticity. I don't know. Cause she's saying that she's the girl from the comic book, that the comic yeah. book was about her life and her father mm-hmm. and this diseases that is going to, you know, create havoc on earth as, you know, so they, and so she says, I need to find utopia and able to find my father, which again, like what is this comic book to this universe? Yeah. And like how my, my thing is like, when was the first dystopia issue released? And Again, Utopia is found in this hoarder house that was, like, passed down to a granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one knows if, like, the grandfather actually was, like... Involved or, like, yeah, how he got it. That's what I thought. I thought he was the author until I was like, 
oh no, he's not. He just happens to have this. Yeah, in his that pile no one of else junk. has. Yeah, because he had like a shitload of papers and newspapers and just things. And I'm just like, okay, so where did he find this from? Yeah. And I'm I'm really hoping that they're gonna go more into like what the dystopia comic says, so we can kind of understand the buildup of it. Mm-hmm. So you know, Amazon, if you're listening, and I know you are, can yeah, you drop, listen to everything? <laughs> can you drop that comic for merchandise so we can read it in real life? Yeah, but... because people love merchandise. Speaking of merchandise. <laughs> Head to teespring.com slash we don't have a URL, but head to our Instagram and check out our merch. Much appreciated. You were saying I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Merch plug. But yeah, so that's what I'm really excited for. And you know, whenever we see episode three next month. Winter. (sighs) What do you think the chances are of uh percentage wise, just give me a percentage, that Jessica's father is Cusack and she thought immediately. Yes, she thinks that her her father is doing all these things, but really, she just doesn't want to believe that he's doing all of this for profit or for whatever reason he's doing it. Yeah, no, I immediately thought um, he was he, that's him in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they show like, oh, he was doing all these these good things that turned bad. What was it? Mm-hmm. And that's why the rabbit, Mister Rabbit, was after them. Mm-hmm. So I immediately thought john yeah i was like oh that's his that's his kid and and seeing the makeup of his family i was like what happened for her what happened to her for to get separated Mm -hmm. right and what happened to him to become this sorry like mad scientist yeah corporate ceo whatever whatever of his of, of Christico or whatever it's called. Christibio. <laughs> Christico. <laughs> Christico. But yeah, so I, t- I, abs- I absolutely thought that Jessica um, is his daughter. Yeah. But again, like I question the validity of or the authenticity of Jessica because sometimes I'm just like, I, I do kind of be- may believe that she thinks she's Jessica Hyde. Yeah, it's that thing of like the unreliable narrator, you know, which is really interesting, especially like she's just saying things from a comic book and it just so happens that these people believe the comic book. Yeah, but it's you also know? like the way that they establish her. Like you in- you get introduced to her after, okay, so first episode, you see her going into the party and again, the party is like everyone's OG'd on heroin, Um you know they've obvious they're they're going to die or have died and he she goes there she immediately starts picking things she picks up the money she picks up the heroin and then um you think she's gonna go over and help like the dying girl she holds her hand and then you see her take off the engagement ring and all these other rings yeah on her hand and put it on her hand and the only question she asks is where is utopia yeah and like from, and then she says, "I'm Jessica Hyde." And for me, I'm like, "Oh, that's a great way to introduce this character that we may or may not become reliant on, but she is ruthless." Yep. She is absolutely ruthless, and you see, you definitely see that in the second episode because it kind of starts off with her, um, going through the penthouse, going through the guy who bought the comic, right? And she's ransacking the penthouse and taking what she can there. And then immediately, um, 
goes to the security guard and lies. Security guard and lies. I thought that was such a great scene. <laughs> it was so good, right? Because the whole time she's like spraying. I think she sprays perfume on herself, and then she sprays it in her eye, and you're like, "The Make fuck!" Look yeah. <laughs> I was then, like, "This is so good." And then the, she goes in and does this. She's just like, "I think my boyfriend's cheating on me." Yeah. Can you help me? He's obviously not supposed to do that. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "But okay." So it's it's really interesting to see how everyone has their way of manipulation. Yeah. And the way that she did that reminded me of the kid Grant of how he mm -hmm. manipulated his way into the, the penthouse by yeah, saying by saying card. yeah, by saying my, my dad. That's yeah. my dad. And so I kind of I love like these two characters who we're not entirely sure of yet that they're immediately like lying to the audience and yeah. so it makes me question of like oh what is her real deal and why is she taking if she, if she is not jessica why is she taking on the persona of jessica yeah yeah oh one one thing we haven't talked about though is mm -hmm. uh without spoiling too much the two villains in this episode mm -hmm. they do some shit in the first episode they do some shit in this episode yeah. They've built them so effectively as villains, yeah. but wh which episode do you think they were more kind of like ruthless and villainy? This one. This one? I mean, like the uh, yeah, because it's more visceral in this one, and the other one, like That's true. like everything was not visceral. It felt like work. Yeah. Like they didn't, and it's gonna sound horrible, but it just felt like they were just. It was another day on the job for them. Mm -hmm. right they're just like all right i killed like 14 people in a row using a gun we want to get some food before we have to head back home like there's not yeah. there wasn't anything personal in how they killed them mm -hmm. and i think the actions they did here it felt personal and i think that's why i was like "Ooh, yeah. you know and it's not that they go around and and just kill people which of you know they're killers they're gonna do that yeah but like their first action of killing is very it, like it felt a lot more intimate if that makes sense like that like that scene of them uh, killing the way they did versus the first one where they shot everyone up with heroin made everyone OD on heroin um, felt a lot worse yeah right yeah and, and it seemed I mean yeah. both killing sprees in, in one and two were like horrendous but this one just felt a lot worse yeah this you like there are times in this where I was like uh, I have to like I was like I I have to watch this. I'm just gonna look away, and then I realized the only other thing that I could look at was like on my table. I had like the iPad running with like election numbers. Nope. I was like, this is even. I was like, this is even worse. Let me look at the other thing <laughs> that has murder on it. Yeah, there was a lot of. I, and I mean, it's an it's an Amazon show. It's but gonna, it got. It's gonna like, show you all the things because it's like cable. But again, yeah. yeah. But the way they filmed that scene, we're not gonna say. But the way they filmed the most intense sequence in this episode, yeah. it's so good because it's like less is more. You keep thinking they're not going to show it, but they show it to a limit. 
and then they go like they go away but you like they give you enough where it's in your brain yeah but not enough where you're like this is unacceptable See, okay and in that moment like i saw them enjoying their work mm-hmm. you know like it wasn't just like an uh another, another day at the job yeah, yeah this was yeah. just like this there's other ways to get this but we're gonna have some fun mm-hmm. and i i thought that that was it was really well done but it was also mm-hmm. just showing like the sociopathy of them yeah which i mean like yeah you already knew they were they were cold-blooded killers in the first one but this one like it feels like just way more <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like it's again, it's a lot more personal. It's a lot more intimate. Yeah, and I think it definitely has to do with the people who who they killed. Like it, felt, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's... and I, I, and again, like in the first one, I was like, you know, in in that in the first episode, in the first episode, I said that they they were one of my favorites. Yeah, and. I think, you know, they still are. And I'm interested to see how what happens after this episode with them. Yeah. But. It's again, doing such a good job of building the story, (laughs) the mystery of this world. They're doing such a good job of world building and just carrying like having enough, like revealing certain things to us. But that brings forth like. 74 more other questions yeah i think is really cool um so that's why the person who loves spoiling things <laughs> is not spoiling things for when i when we talk about this show for, like yeah, for this episode uh, just to get my spoiler fix <laughs> i'll tell you that boba fett shows up in mandalorian episode one i'll tell you that din Djarin loses an arm in, in episode three but we're talking about utopia right now wait yeah what I'm conf- I'm confused about that. <laughs> it's not it's not a real spoiler. No, I was like, is he from the future? No, because I thought you were actually spoiling episode three, and I was like, wait a second, Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got so confused. I was like, wait, are we? What, you know, he was talking about Mandalorian, and I was like, "What iteration is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but he loses an arm. Yeah, episode two. Yeah, but Din Djarin loses an arm. Yeah. <laughs> Lies. Anything else we have to say about? Uh, I was going to say Mandalorian, but yeah. um, anything else we have to say about Utopia? U T O no U two Opia. <laughs> I hate that. I have to think of something for three and four now. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. It's um, going to be like Mark's favorite movie, Fan Four Stick. It's like the Fantastic Four, but they put a four in the title. Mark loves that movie. We watch Hi, buddy. All, we watch it all the time. Yeah, it's he loves not, that movie as much a, as Real Steel. It's not a Cusack to the future if we don't talk about Marco Brigo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, do we have something to plug this week? That's what we haven't done. Do you have anyone to plug this week? It's the same one that we plugged last week, the show. Did we? Yeah, COVID. COVID. Yeah. 
that's what happened on November 7th. Um, granny cart gangsters just go to Bindle Stiff events and it'll tell you granny cart gangsters COVID. Um, yeah. Zoom, Zoom show? Zoom show? Twitch show? I'm not entirely sure. Virtual show? But it's going to be super fun. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what we have for this week. Yep. Yeah. What's next week's movie or show or QSEC? Fix. What's next week? What's next? What's next? Episode week? three. For what? I I think that's the only thing I kind of am not necessarily regretting, but just how we're doing this one frick on episode at a time, and I'm yeah. like, can, can I just watch it? Can we? Can you can. We do... No, but I can... own rules, Grace. No. It's our show. <laughs> no, because I like the the one drop but okay um, and it, it kind of keeps us on our toes you know yeah where i'm like this show isn't that intense oh my god this show is intense it went from like 10 to 40 not even that it went way yeah. more 10 to 40 it, it went to a lot more things <laughs> <laughs> i'm losing I'm losing it. I have. I'm not even drinking that much, and I'm like losing. That life. much? You spoiled it. Now they know we're drinking again. Now they know we're drinking. It is the day after the yeah. election. We can drink all we want, John. Yeah, I'm drinking there's no until, results yet. I'm drinking until 2021. Um, but no, uh, we're doing. What's season of We're just sipping. We're just sipping. Um, says you. I chugged mine. <laughs> Shut up. Like, I'm gonna have a white claw. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about your newfound love for white claw? No, I know I we're, we're gearing up. About my newfound love for white claw. It's not a love. I had one white claw, and I was like, "Oh, I like it." Fuck me. But I haven't had one since. But it was the I mango like, flavor, and I think it's it's tricking me because it tastes like mango, and I, I like. I feel mango. like the next episode, it's gonna be like. Hey Grace, how many white claws have you had? You're nope. like irrelevant. Chuck, 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 chuck. No, chuck. I'm still chicken. I'm I'm still sticking to my two buck chuck because it's two dollars. Mm. <laughs> you just made a noise. Mm. Um, we might actually need to drink for next episode though, but not really. See, we're watching Max. Have you seen Max? What is that? It is the World War II era Cusack. Oh no! I remember watching it. When did this come out? Max? Two, I want to say like 2003. Oh, no. Is it just called Max? It's called Max. And it's not the dog one. Um. So, let me read you the synopsis. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's the Great War. It's not World War II. My bad. Okay. Oh, it's a preemptor to World War II. So a promise, a promising young artist, Max Rothman, lost his arm in the Great War, and with it his ability to paint. Upon his return, he opens what quickly becomes an acclaimed art gallery catering to modernism. And then that's all I'm going to say. So he's an art gallery um, curator, I guess. Whoa. Um, but it... Uh- don't look it up. I just looked it up and I just spoiled some shit for myself. Yeah, I told you not to. Damn it. <laughs> I told you not to. But yeah, I remember watching it in my head. I remember it being black and white, but it is not a black and white. 
it's not a black and white movie, but it is about this this um this artist who cannot create art anymore because of the war. Mm. The first world war. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm checking. It is not available on any of the streaming services, but it is available to rent on iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, Voodoo, and yeah. Redbox, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, watch along with us by any means, legal or otherwise. Nope, That's up only to you. Legal. <laughs> wink, you legally wink. have to say legal. <laughs> really? Legally? You can't say to fucking broke. <laughs> Do what you guys want. May, hopefully, it's legal. Wink, wink. Oh God! Um, it came out in so I do remember. I do remember watching it. I do remember it being very dramatic. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. I looked up the Max movie starring the dog. <laughs> I told you. Oh man. Well, whatever. This is probably still available to rent, but nonetheless. Don't look it up. Just try and find it. Make sure the one that you're watching doesn't involve a dog. Yeah, it's about John Cusack, who is an artist with one arm. Yeah. So if you see a dog in there, as hard it is to click away, it's not the right one. It's not the right one. Click away. You don't make the same mistake I made. He's like, I just spoiled some things. And I was like, dude, you're looking at the wrong one. I got spoiler from the Cusack one. And then when I went to see if it's available anywhere. That was yeah, the there's one with the, the other Max, so don't look at it. But yeah, yeah. so next week we're going to be watching Watch Max. Max. Watch Max with us. Another um, foray into his dramatics. So Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a fun so, one. Exactly. So hopefully you guys are back. Hopefully you're going to our Instagram, hitting that link and checking our link tree. And then in that link tree, you could buy some of that awesome, awesome merch. Yep. So until the next episode, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. What incredible timing that was. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>